Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Zach. Did you guys catch the AMG mini stravaganza stream last week? I'm sorry, what's that? <laughs> the the mini, mini stravaganza, did I say that right? Miniganza? Uh, are you trying to tell me that we got Legion news? We did. We got actual, real, actionable Legion news in a little trickle. So not like fully actionable, but actionable enough to talk about. So we are going to talk about that today. We're going to briefly talk about Invader League. and uh, But first, we're going to hit some housekeeping. What do you got for us, Mike? So... I'm sure that there is a ton of you out there in the world of the fifth trooper uh, that have been asking for these things. And I know that because I get DMs about it. Well, at least once a day, we are going to be putting up sidebars for pre-order um, here pretty quickly. Uh, it is worth mentioning a couple things. Red and blue sidebars will be in this pre-order. We are also doing uh, four more uh, designs that are themed um, maybe similarly to the order tokens that we just did. So, um, you know, if you're looking for to kind of customize your table and, and your army or whatever, these are probably some great additions to some sweet order tokens and a sweet mat. Um, so in any case, be on the lookout for those. Those should be coming shortly on pre-order. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to DM us or, uh, you know, just drop us a line on Facebook or something. They look sweet. They do, can confirm. And uh, if you ordered those order tokens, you should be getting them sometime this week. Yes, I believe I believe all of them have come in and have been uh, like are in the process of shipping or have been shipped at this juncture. I know that uh, there was one point last week, it was like, I sent out 80, 80 boxes of stuff today, you know, um, and it was like, yeah, you know, he, he had another like hundred to ship the next day. So um I'm I'm pretty sure they're all out the door at this point. Um so yeah, I mean that I I thank you for your support on the order tokens. Um I think based on the uh support we have had for them, I think you can probably expect us to do like some more order token stuff in the future. Yeah, keep the uh, the triple S moving the the Shalansky sweatshop. <laughs> one man one man sweatshop uh all right well real quickly let's hit on invader because mike you and i both played our i think you played your round of 32 match right i, and I played my round believe of... i played a game ahead of you ish I'm, I'm losing track of which one we're in yeah anyway. it's a little weird i because like whoever you gotta i play buy next isn't yeah. even playing the the game that decides that until like a week from today, <laughs> you know, so I can't even start scheduling my next game until they play their game in a week. So I think I, maybe we played mine a little early. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I did play mine. Um, I played against uh, Treska Pepsi. He was playing double AAT and the wrath of Rexstar <laughs> strikes again. Um Turns out, uh, call me captain. I gotta say, call me captain has been very good for me this invader season. Uh, no complaints. Um, traditionally, it has kind of been a little bit less than stellar 
card in my lineup, but it has definitely pulled its weight this this season. Well, so I would know. think I would think, and I've only watched bits and pieces of the games, but uh, I think I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that without standby sharing, you need Rex to kind of do a little bit more lifting than he's used to. Uh, than, than say last season. I'm not saying he always needs to do these things because if he's doing these things, that means you're in some sort of predicament uh, that you're not predicament, but Rex is close to something that's threatening him or other things that are, could be threatening him. I would um, say what I have experienced, particularly in my last two games, is that Call Me Captain is just really good against things that have white saves, specifically like droids like i think rex's red dice have killed like 40 droids over the course of two games it's just so consistent they're so consistently good like it's yeah it's just like because basically you know you add three red dice and you're just like okay i just added three casualties to this attack right yeah, pr- and it's pretty just like, much that's how it works and like if you're and if you split you're, fire and you do it twice in one attack right you know you split fire once and you basically take a b1 unit extra off the table right um clearly in two separate you know it's split but like taking six b1s off the table is taking six b1s off the table so um yeah i can't complain um uh, like i said it's traditionally been a card that i've leaned almost not at all on and it just has kind of it's really shined the last two games which has been great um so yeah that's my invader league game How, how did yours go kyle uh, good. It was against the the Dubak Flame Ion Darth Vader situation. Um, yeah, uh, basically it was payload. You know that particular Dubak list kind of only has one mode, really. And uh, um, charge. Yeah, <laughs> hit, hit hit the W key and hold it down, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's. I think it's well designed to kill droid lists that are heavy on b1s and light on close range threats um but my list is not that so uh yeah the b2s with their range two pools and maul uh did a decent job of handling all of the things that were coming towards it so and it's it's kind of weird facing you know the list is so skew it doesn't it doesn't really have any range threats so there was a turn where i basically just like I did like a last activation mall, just basically jump into the open and saber throw some snow troopers. And then he just kind of chilled there for half a turn <laughs> in the open. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what's going to shoot me. Um, eventually he got charged by a do back and uh, actually took like three wounds. Cause he rolled six hits <laughs> on the let way. Me, in. Let me tell you but, something between yeah. your game. And I believe the other game that I watched was uh, I'm doing a lot of watching uh, was the Lupo um, fourth game. But my, my point that I'm getting at is that these B2 range two dice pools are just sickening to see happen. Like, like I see that I see you just guys just keep on adding dice and adding dice. And I'm just like, wow, I just legitimately forget how good this dice pool is because let's put it this way, right? We haven't had a range two unit in a while feel as dangerous as these B2s do. And when you see them throw those dice, you're like, well, shit they are about to kill something because it's not only a lot of dice, it's reliable dice. Like it's, it's such a good dice. Ball. <laughs> like, I, bet, I bet Mike's going to talk about arcs. I'm not, I'm actually okay. going to counterpoint this with Wookiees. Um, um, well, yeah, yeah, because, yes, because yes. holy, like, 
Um, I think this has been the Wookiees like breakout tournament. I know not totally. a ton of people are playing them, but I think at this juncture, we can safely say that like triple Wookiee Rebels is, you know, regardless of if you're playing Op Luke or like Cassian K2 or whatever, it's a thing and it's good. Um, and it's scary is all get out. <laughs> yeah, because that's actually a similar dice pool, isn't it, with Pierce? Basically, it's what uh, they throw black, white at range two, right? Mm, yeah, it's it's the, the Wookiee dice pool is three blacks, three whites. Sorry, three three blacks, four whites, and a red. Yeah. With Pierce. With and Pierce. The, the B2-1 is a little bit stronger on raw dice, um, yeah. but it doesn't have Pierce, and they also don't natively surge, whereas the Wookiees do. Right, so. but you have blasts. So, I mean... Yeah, it's, you know... But the B2s are also useless in melee, and Wookiees are decidedly not. Well, so. <laughs> Wookiees are just better lightsabers in melee, I, I think. I, I think with the with the changes to Duelist, or, yeah. or, the, or the addition, rather, of Duelist. You know, I admittedly haven't seen them since the changes. Like, I haven't watched a Wookiee game yet. Oh, but, scary. like, I, I'm sure if I did, I'd probably, like, be pooping my pants. Yeah, I mean... That's pretty much me watching these B2 shots. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't want to see this happen to this poor person. And like, they're just unloading dice. Yeah. I actually think the like new modus operandi for rebels, as far as like what the best rebel list may be includes triple Wookiees in it. I think, um, you know, maybe we'll see. I just like, it's, it's really scary. Um, I do think like, do we want to talk about invader league statistics at this particular juncture? I know that we, it's a little too early. it is a yeah. little too early, but it's sort of fun. It is fun. Um, <laughs> let's let's wait until we get like proper full league Bushman stats. Okay. Yeah. I just I just really want to talk about how bad B one battle trades are. Yeah. <laughs> <That> so <laughs> okay, we can hit that part because <laughs> droids as a whole are winning less than fifty percent of their games, <laughs> and that's a pretty big sample size because there were thirty eight droid players. I don't want this to turn into a narrative where droids aren't good because they are. Well, sure, but it's not that they're like. I mean, there was this narrative before elimination started that they were like the Rex, the Rex star of season six, and clearly that's not the case because the Rex star of season six is actually Rex star. (laughs) Hold on, the point, the point being behind that was that eleven of the lists were quintessentially the same list. Sure, that's what the comparison that I was making. I'm pretty sure the three of us have been on the same page from the get go that we didn't think that the thirteen activation list was that good. I think whether it's good and how easy to play it. Well, that too. Last week, it's hard. We got you. Got to separate those two things from each other. Yeah. But the the bottom line is, there's a lot of droid players that are losing games. (laughs) Um. Yeah. And they're getting particularly crushed by Republic. I think it was like seventy thirty. See, I don't find that surprising. I I don't either. Republic gun lines just have the. The thing is, when you every hit is a body on the floor when it comes to droids, right? And it's just like, what does Republic do better than everybody else? Take wind-up shots and hit you with eight dice through cover. Like, yeah. That's um, the thing about, like, Republic. Like, if your plan against them to is to, like, shoot them off the table, you're in trouble. Because, like, they will outgun you. Like, and that's the, I think that's the thing about the 13 activation lists is that it's essentially a droid gun line with some fast flanking units. And 
they are moving into a chipper, a wood chipper per se, or a droid tripper, you know, and droid uh, chipper. I like yeah, that. A droid. That's, I mean, that's what they're doing. They're, they're just, they're riding into it. Um, and the thing about, the thing about that list is that like, sure. The stats can get like a turn where they last first, but they're not going to get completely away from that gun line without taking casualties, you know? Well, and, and like, regardless of how long they wait, they're going to take a bunch on the way in because you just yeah. get take that clanker, right? And between take that clanker and air support, you're like, okay, I really can't wait this long to engage, right? Like, I can oh, yeah. choose to do that, but I'm going to have a lot less bodies once I get in there. So I think it presents, like, an interesting problem in that respect. Um, There's also, like, that dynamic where, like, Clones are especially good against white saves, and droids can be very bad against red saves in situations. Like they are like the yin and yang kind of situation, and like they're just clashing. And the units that are coming out on top are the ones with like the more reliable dice, we'll call it. Well, in, in a sense. And I think that one of the things that has, um, you know, in my two games against separatists so far that is like really shined is like a sticking point is that like if you are playing against clones and you didn't bring like reliable ranged pierce attacks it's like you're kind of playing with fire like you know my, my last opponent had two fully loaded aats and he's like i killed two clones this turn you know and it's just like and he's passing 10 hits through cover but you know sometimes the dice are pretty average you know and um most of the time the dice are pretty average frankly and uh if you're not bringing the pierce it's really hard to actually put clone bodies in, in bags so um which is why rebels are actually having a decent time against republic if i remember yeah, that list totally totally yeah rebels are doing pretty well overall rebels and rebels and republic um the good guys yeah yeah light side i do think i'll be i'd be interested to see once this is all over the breakdown of like while we're talking about droid lists the droid lists that are more quote-unquote traditional and broader force user versus those that are sort of trying to do the gun line thing because one of the, one of the weaknesses of a clone list is if you get in there with you know luke or maul or dooku or whoever um you know you have less answers for that sort of thing but absolutely if you're just playing with a bunch of b1s and spamming white save bodies at range and you're trying to outshoot a, a clone list, it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, like, you just can't do enough damage on the way in most yeah. of the time. You know, like, you're like, okay, I'm going to last first you with my staps. And they're like, okay, you killed two clones on the way in. Like, I still have five Z6s that are just going <laughs> to wind up and, and shoot you. So, you know, I mean... Can't keep Rex down, man. Can't keep him down. Rex is really good. All right. Well, that's enough about Invader League. I probably by the time you hear this, I will have played my next game. It is against Richard, who is running uh, double airspeeder, the twelve activation rebel double T forty seven list, which I think is pretty darn good, especially against droids. Vets. Yeah, it's uh, three vets with the heavy upgrade, three MK twos, um, an officer R two two t47s and like a couple snipers i think it's good um yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see how it goes i'm glad i brought some impact 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel, I feel, I mean, obviously B2s with their blast impact thing going on there are pretty good against their speeders, assuming they can get a range two shot. Um, but I also think, you know, Maul with four red dice saber throw is also pretty, pretty kind of nasty. Yeah, I mean, that's two wounds, basically. It's, you know, cover strips one, it's impact two. He doesn't search crit. Sure. So unless sure. you get like a natural crit, you know, it's not like a Luke saber throw where you can sort of add add plus one onto whatever your impact value is. Yeah. Um, but two two reliable wounds is two reliable wounds on something. Um, we'll see. It's not like the airspeeders are the only thing in the list. You know, he's got the vet gun line thing going on too. So and R two D two. So um, yeah, I've I've played against a list like that actually with a mall list. It was interesting. It was dicey. Well, definitely yeah. had to put the game on his back a little bit, which of think, course he's capable of. But I think your list has an interesting situation ahead of it because you don't have a reliable way to like kill those Mark II's quick, yeah. um, really. Which is like how you take that kind of a list down. I, as much as like I shit on like emplacements, that's what you do. Like you kill emplacements fast, and you start taking activation counts lower and lower. And you're like trying to get like 12 to 10. So you're even on activations, right? Um, you don't necessarily have those tools per se. I mean, you do and you don't, you know. Um, I only have one sniper. Oh, it was only one. I'll say that yet too. So there you yeah. go. So, so like, yeah. So you're going to have to like try and like pluck those at like range three. And by the time that happens, you're probably in the thick of it anyways. Um, yeah. I'm assuming you're blue. I am blue. So, I mean, just gonna need a good battle deck pull. Yeah, hostage or something would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be all right with that. Yeah, totally. Um, anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, he is, I believe he's German also. Um, so I'm apparently running the German gauntlet here. <laughs> he lives. Anyway, um, that'll be fun. Uh, that's by the time you hear this, it will be done, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about mini Stravaganza. So what did we see as far as like actual concrete previews are concerned at mini extravaganza? So when you say concrete previews, are we talking rules or are we talking like, here's a sweet mini? Let's start with rules because that's like what we can actually talk about. And then we can um, mention the minis because there were some cool minis that they showed us with basically no rules. So <laughs> I don't know how much we can really do with that. But So we got, as far as rules go, we got Yoda's unit card. We got the A5 speeder trucks unit card. We got the LAAT LE patrol transports unit card, which since it's dual faction means we got a unit card for every faction. Um, additionally, we got uh, two upgrade cards for the AA5 and two upgrade cards. Uh, sorry. Yeah, two upgrade cards for the um, LAT one Imperial, one Republic. Um, so I guess we can kind of just jump into, why don't, why don't we start with Yoda? He's kind of the headliner here, I feel like. Um, you know, he's got two sweet miniatures in his, in his box, one of which is like jumping, leaping Yoda. Um, and the other one, which is like, uh, I think it looks like he's got separate arms. You can like build them with a lightsaber or with his cane. And he's kind of, you know, a little bit more general as opposed to Jedi uh, form. Um, so, yeah, I mean, his unit card, which 
probably should have gotten in front of me before I started talking. Um, is 200 points, <laughs> which is which is a lot. Uh, it's tied for it's tied with Palpanduku for the most expensive unit in the game. Yeah, and he's in a faction where points matter like a lot. Um, it's freaking Yoda. It makes sense. Oh, clearly. I'm not, I'm should, not saying yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. I just yeah. like I'm strictly narrating. <laughs> you know what 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 we're looking at. Um, he's got an interesting unit card in that it's kind of uh, it it looks very Palpatine esque. I think at first glance. He's got guidance, which is uh, looks to be basically pull the strings, except it can't be an attack. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I guess is pull the strings move or shoot? Yeah, so it's it's a little bit different. In some ways, it's more flexible, and in some ways, it's yeah. less. Because this could so, be like an objective action, right? Right. So, uh, pull the strings is specifically just move or attack. Um, this is anything except an attack, so that can additionally include st like standby. You could make someone take standby action, and then you, you force could... push them into it. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. got your like, attack. Right, uh, you could use do a move action on something that has charge or relentless, and get an attack that way. So there are ways to like make this better than pull the strings, right? Totally. But yeah, like you said, an objective action you could have someone work a VAP twice in one turn or something. Um, it's pretty good. That's pretty flex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like there's definitely, there's something here, right? That this is unique. It's a thing, you know, it's a unique thing Yoda has. Um, so he's got Ataru mastery, you know, on all of these uh, Clone Wars factions, we've seen these lightsaber masteries come up. This one is, this one is cool. <laughs> I, I just like, this, this, this might cool. be the coolest mastery. I kind of wish the like Luke Skywalker had this. Well, you know? Luke Skywalker well, he, Luke would be silly be if he had this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, sure. but it's, it's, it feels very. Why don't you say what it does, Mike? It feels very Yoda. -y. Yeah. So the text here is you can perform up to two attack actions, just like, just like period, like your two actions every turn can both be attacked. So that's like already like if any other lightsaber user had this, they'd be like, mm, yes. Uh, so it's that's son, pretty... it's permanent Son of Skywalker. Yeah, I'm not gonna right? lie. I forgot, I forgot <laughs> about that part. I was mainly thinking about the tokens that come afterwards. So yeah. yes, this should never be on Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, no. totally. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm that's like, ridiculous. Yeah, that would mean he had to charge twice. Can you imagine like operative Luke who no. can disengage? Having no. this? Yeah, it would be stupid. I was, uh, I was, I was thinking of the tokens. Not, not yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyways, so that's the first line of many. Uh, the next is after you perform an attack, you gain one dodge token. So you know it's kind of like a pseudo force reflexes effect, and that like every time you attack, you get a dodge token. Um, and then the next line is after you defend, gain one aim token, um, which I think is a little narrower just in that, uh, you, you know. The timing on that one's like. It's, it it yeah. can be good in the right situation. Yeah, what just, stands out to me here is he's like really could be quite good in like a Jedi duel. Like he's getting some sort of token for going first or going second, right? Um, which I think is interesting. Um, Seems and appropriate then, for him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's 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 the Grand Master of the Jedi Order, just like it says on the card, right? Like he should be good. Um, and then we have the standard text while defending against a range attack. If you spent a dodge token, the attacker suffers one wound for each surge result. It's deflect, 
right? So it's just in addition to all of those things he has deflect. Um, yeah, I mean, this seems this seems interesting to me. I sort of feel like without seeing the rest of his kit, it's kind of hard to gauge how good this is going to be. Um, it's worth noting he's speed one, um, like Palpatine. He's got five health, like Palpatine. He's got four courage, like Palpatine. Um, he surges to crit on offense, surges uh, defensively, natively, without spending a dodge token, which is important. Yeah, like um, Palpatine. Yeah, like Palpatine. Um Lots. You know, he's immune to Pierce. He's got Master of the Force 2, all like Palpatine. It's worth noting that there is no card text on his unit card that says Charge Relentless or Steady on it, um, which sort of makes Target Mastery... I mean, like... I don't know. Like, if Palpatine didn't ha have any command cards, he would be bad, right? Like, so I sort of think that, like, Yoda's probably in a boat where, like, we're, we, we gotta see what his command cards do um good bones though like like that is like a good start for what you think yoda would be yeah and and his attack profiles which is melee four red dice impact two pierce two and force wave which is range one to two four black dice surge to crit blast suppressive like both his attack pools are insanely consistent um they like his lightsaber is going to do damage every time you use it like just hands down um it's not vader's saber clearly but uh, i mean he's got a lot of other cool things going on here he also has an inbuilt ranged attack that has suppressive and blast on it see i i could see that being the the attack that you use often for ataru because it doesn't specify melee attack it says two attack actions mm -hmm. and you're throwing reliable dice at range two that negates cover and I could just see that being something you do more often than on the lightsaber side of things. I mean, you could literally just stand in place and just like put force suppression on something, I, right? Like, yeah. And, and, and conceivably, if you take Jedi mind trick, you're putting six. It could also be something where you're engaged with like three dudes. You, you hit them with the lightsaber and it's like towards the end of the round and you just force wave them and, and you basically attack two different things because it doesn't specify what you're attacking like it's just two attack actions so you have the flexibility to do those things um it's gonna be interesting to see i, I did there's a lot of different ways you can kind of play it out totally um so yeah i think without seeing his command card you know he cards he's 200 points it's a lot for anything in legion um all i know is that all the other 200 point units we have have sweet command cards so i would um I would say that if he ends up being good and his command cards are good, you probably want to dust off phase once. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. Just, just like generically list building, like, you know, it's possible he's got like other upgrades in his pack that we don't know about. Like, but just with like generic force abilities that we know about, Yoda's going to clock in at like 220 to 230. Right? Yeah. Because you're, you're probably taking force push. You're probably um, taking Jedi mind trick, you know, you know barrier. Barrier almost definitely, you know, he's got Master Force too. Yeah, I think I think this might be the first like three um, force guy that like we has like real competition and all for like all three slots. I think I don't know. I think I would um, argue Dooku does too, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I just like it, unlike 
Palpatine, I feel like Yoda has a little bit more like he's probably going to want more things, I think. Um, this might be like a rare time you see hope because like he's got guidance and he's going to want to go a little bit early and you might have to settle for phase ones versus phase twos and suppression mitigation will be good. I don't know. It's only three points. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's only three slot, points. Four slots are so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, jury's out, but I think promising start. Agreed. I'm excited. I love the models too. The, the various poses. Oh, the models are sweet. I, you know, um, they look a little weird without paint on them, but uh, the poses are fantastic. It's just because, like, it's weird seeing like Yoda like being grayed out. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody posted. Um, I think AMG posted a like a finished version of him somewhere. They they which... painted like four of them on stream. Okay. During, oh wow. Yeah. During, oh, I, I haven't uh, seen yeah. a painted one. Yeah. I've only they, seen... they painted one in like pink jammies. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. They 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 uh they they um put out Yoda when I was having uh no kids. It was just me and the wife at home. And we were watching TV like all night. So like a quiet time, like, sorry, honey, I'm not going to, yeah, hold on. I'm watching the AMG stream, babe. I know the kids aren't here, but uh, yeah, let me see what they're doing with Yoda. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> that's not how it rolled out on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, what's next? We got, let's do the AA5 mystery machine next, shall we? Sure. Um, Zach, you want to tell us about the mystery machine? Yeah, I was trying to unmute myself. wasn't working. Uh, so, yeah, the Walter White special here, um, it's 75 points base. Um, it comes with armor, uh, hover ground, reposition, transport one closed, uh, weak point to rear. Um, it comes on the oblong base, and it should be noted, it does not have a base weapon. It is straight up weaponless, uh, except for upgrades. Um, it has a uh, native surge on defense, health of six, resilience of, I mean, sorry, health of eight, resilience of six. Um, so they also did put out a weapon, which weapon profile, which we'll go to real quick. Uh, and then we'll go back to the base, uh, which is the heavy laser retrofit. It's range one to four. It is a rainbow dice pool of red, black, and white. And it comes with critical one for 16 points. Um, so obviously if you want this thing to shoot dice, you have to tack on, we'll call it 16. Cause we only know the one weapon, you know, we don't even know if it comes with more. Um, it comes with no weapon. Um, it does come with a pilot and I'm just going to bring me to my next point because this sounds like it's going to be the RV of Luke Skywalker. Um, Shriv, oh, oh boy. Shriv Shergav. I don't know if I just butchered that or not. Uh, it is rebel only. Uh, you gain field commander. And it comes with a free action of choose a friendly trooper unit you are transporting or at range one to two. It gains one dodge token and may gain one suppression token. And that's for 10 points. So for 85 points, this is not knowing anything else about this thing. For 85 points, you can plop Luke Skywalker in there and also feed him a free dodge token while driving him. Seems, seems good. And, and have your commander slot. And have your commander slot. So there you go. If you're bringing Baldy and you don't want to bring Baldy anymore, you just bring this guy and you, you speed her along. Now it's an expensive uh, tool to carry Luke Skywalker around. And there's a lot of unknowns about the Walter White machine, but uh, it, it seems pretty good on, on the face of things. 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the thing that leaps out to me, um, kind of just on the face of it, uh, <clears throat> the speeder truck clearly does not generically have arsenal. Um, and the upgrade is three dice for 16 points, uh, which is what, 91? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not paying 91 points for a three die DLT. Uh, so like, I, you're definitely, I mean, like may, maybe this thing has other hard points or whatever, but like that gun specifically seems like a, I only take this if, if I'm taking the truck anyways type thing. Like you're not taking this as a, like a weapons platform. It feels like. You're taking it to be like, well, I have the option to shoot because it's in my list. Right. Es- and- essentially. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, sixteen points for that gun feels a little steep to me. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! You have the rifle gunner on the land speeder that costs like nine points with two white dice. So this is at least a rainbow dice with reliable dice and critical one. I don't want to hear that crap. Well, I at least the at least the gunner for nine points tax that onto like a larger pool. You know, sure. which which Justify is it's, it whatever way you want, Mike. Okay. Anyways, uh, like, I think that's more reasonable to some extent. Um, yeah, but I think, I think like, it's possible this thing is not supposed to be a weapons platform. I think, no, I, I, I think that's like my it. point, and right? If, like, if it doesn't feel like one. Right, and if that's the case, maybe that's kind of cool that we're actually yeah. getting a heavy vehicle. I think it's awesome. Whose job is to, like, deliver fleet troopers or Luke across the table. Or Wookiees. I, or I Wookiees. mean, like, screw, yeah, right. screw Luke. Like, put Wookiees in this thing yeah. so they don't get shot when they come across the table. Exactly. Um, you know, so... That seems fine to me. Yeah, totally. Isn't, isn't I 100% transport, agree. Isn't transport one... One minute? Hold on, it's been a while. No, 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 no. I've never transported. It's like, it's one, I transport one unit. Oh, one, one unit. unit. Okay. The I think the other keyword is light transport. That's what it was light. I knew because I knew there's a differentiation. The X thirty four is yeah. It is, is it yeah. is light transport. That's what it is. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is this is a whole unit. Yep, you can put a unit of Wookiees in there. A lot of different things you can do in that. All right, cool. Totally. A um, unit of fleet troopers with frag grenades or something. You know, like you know. what are those? Actually, that'd be not that much better, but because they have two white dice anyway. Um, but still. I'm also, excited to see the paint jobs on this thing. Let's put I, it yeah, too. Totally. Like, like I people like someone posted a Lando. I know Kyle, you're building Lando, you know, right now. Someone posted a Lando today in like Legion uh, Facebook, and he's got like this like, like I don't know, aqua blue shirt, or maybe no aqua blue like uh, cape with like a yellow shirt and like designs on it. I don't know whoever posted that, but that thing is fantastic, and it's exactly what I want to see with like this thing. I want to see like. I mean, I, I keep on alluding to Walter White. I want to say, like, the A-Train. Like, uh, you could go, what, um, Uncle Eddie from Christmas Vacation. Like, there's so many different things you can do here. Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Mystery Machine. Like, yeah. so many different things here. Uh, it's definitely, like, one of those models where, sure, you might have, like, a cannon-themed army, but this is, like, the place where you meme it. Like, you should meme this thing. Sure. Well, and there are ways to meme it too that are kind of Star Wars-y. Like I've already seen people talk about doing like decals and stuff that are like, you know, like World War II style bomber pinups, except the Star Wars version of those, you know, or something like that. Um, or squad insignias or something. Like there are ways to give this thing a lot of personality and still have it feel Star Wars-y. And if I recall correctly from the first AMG stream, I believe that they said that that door on it is removable so yeah, you like can you can you can actually physically put models in there mm-hmm. 
which is pretty cool. It's cool. It, it creates a little bit of a weird thing with bumping models in certain situations, but like whatever. Like that's cool. Yeah. It's a Star Wars Rhino, if you're familiar with 40k. I'm yeah. Not. Okay. It's basically an APC. Um which it was cool to me. I don't I dig it. Yeah, um, I would like to add one thing here, uh, rules-wise, that we kind of glanced over here. Uh, it should be noted that Shriv is <coughs> heavy only, which means you can take him in the land speeder or the air speeder. So oh. this is a field commander option for the existing Rebel heavies too, which I think is actually kind of a big deal. Um, you know, I think it makes air speeder lists. I think uh, you know. I think they're already gaining some ground. I think this maybe adds some more to that, um, totally. you know, and, and a, maybe this is good on the land speeder is kind of like a mobile command platform type of deal. Um, worth mentioning. Yeah. I think leaning into field commander where you can put it into existing units is a good thing because you're opening list building, right? Like you're opening avenues that weren't there once before. Speaking of field commanders, you can use on old units. Should we do the Empire one? Yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk about the lat first, or do we just want to talk about the field commander upgrade? Let's say Governor Price real quick, just because. Uh... Sure, take us through it, my man. Sure. So Governor Price, um, Imperial only, heavy only. So notably, it can be used with an ATST field commander, and it has free action. Choose a friendly trooper unit you're transporting, or range one to two. It gains one aim and one suppression token. So free action aim seems pretty good on like Bosk. Yeah. <laughs> ATSD Bosk. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this is great. Uh, you know, you could slap it, slap a name token down on item if you want or wh yep. whatever, you know, um, or, or just a set of snipers. Yep. Yeah. Free aims are free aims. Yeah. You're yeah. going to want to be hitting it with like a, a unit with courage two or more because of the suppression token. Yeah, this yeah. this suppression token is not a May. Yeah, unlike the other it, one. Yeah, it should be noted um, because you don't want to take like a you don't want to take that free aim, but also lose an action. <laughs> like, yeah. That that yeah. that would definitely feel bad. Um, I, I it's interesting. We talked a little bit precast. I think price is great. Obviously, field commander great. I still think the ATST is going to miss surge when bringing her, but it opens up list building. So let's. A net positive right you gotta you gotta look at it both ways yeah i mean i think the you're making what 45 points back in the officer that you don't have to take now in yeah the atst list uh, or 35 i guess you're spending the 10 regardless so yeah it's right. 45 you know you're, yeah. you're saving 45 so um yeah i mean you're definitely losing some offensive capability to make this your your command post right um I don't know. I think it's probably fine. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the actual vehicle that it comes with. The Lat LE Patrol Transport. This thing is basically a Blackhawk helicopter, <laughs> Star Wars version. This, this thing is easily the best model in the game and hasn't even come out yet. It's so cool. Um, yeah, it's 120 points. It has full armor. It has Arsenal 2, Cover 1, Hover Air 2, which I don't think we've seen yet. Uh, basically, it's like the like those Sith probe droids, but on a vehicle. And it's 2 instead of 1, so it can fly over 
type two stuff? It sort of seems like it's like, um, like, would it be speeder two technically? Uh, without the restriction of a compulsory without the compulsory move. move, and it can also move sideways. Yeah. Well, yeah, it can reverse strafe and take a standby, which is objectively better than like what speeder two would be probably yeah i just like as far as like ignoring terrain goes yeah right? like yeah that's kind of the component of speeder i was attempting to talk about there yeah I in every other sense it's nowhere like speeder but um yeah uh Kyle has cats and stuff in the background. So I'm going to I'm going to take take over from here. Uh, it's also got immune blast, melee and range 1 weapons. Um, it's also transport 1 closed. Um, a very similar uh, profile to the AA5 in that it is white save on defense, 8 health, 6 resilience, surges on defense, not on offense. Uh, it's speed two. Um, unlike the AA-5, it does have an inbuilt twin laser cannon gun, which is a red and three black at range three. Um, fixed front, it's a helicopter, makes sense. Um, it also has a, an ordinance slot though, um, which means it can take all of those sweet shells and stuff you put on the AAT and the saber tank. Yeah. This seems like a great candidate for the bunker busters, the one with blast that's range three. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um wait, bunker busters are range two, aren't they? I think so. Oh, are they range two? Maybe the ar- the, I, armor piercing. I'm thinking of the armor, yeah. the impact yeah. three ones. Which would I, also be decent on this thing. Yeah. I, I do think that the bunker busters, despite being range two would be interesting on this because you're probably going to be transporting something a Palpatine um, and you're going to want to be in the face of your, you know, your opponent's army. Um, It also should be noted that it doesn't have any weak points. uh, If I'm not mistaken, or at least least not on the front of the card. If it's on the, I don't, I think it would be on the front of the card. I don't think that would be on the back. Um, So if it doesn't have a weak point, like you're okay throwing that at your opponent, right? Because you're not worried about taking rear or side arc shots that are guaranteeing your opponent impact. Um, so you can bring uh, Palpatine and uh, bring them to the middle of the uh, opponent's army while also hitting them with a uh, gun that uh, has blast and scatter, which is also good for uh, Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how effective this actually is as a flying pelt mobile, just because the pelt's already expensive and this thing is 120 points. I mean, but I mean, if it if it lets you drop a palp nuke in the middle of your opponent's army, kind of at will, <laughs> maybe that's also, worth it. It also like, unlike the tank, is cheaper. Uh, it makes Palpatine like completely untouchable until it dies or he gets out. Right, like there are a lot of as far as like moving Palpatine to where you want to go. This is a much better choice than the tank. Um, Sure, totally. I don't know. It's also considerably faster. So Luke Eddie confirmed on the Discord that the base was 120 millimeters, which I guess is like a new size. It's somewhere in between the the, the heavy base, which is the ATST and the T47, and the um, the super large base, which is the AAT and the Saber. It's like in between those two. 
Okay. So that's big, and then it's got a speed to move, and it flies. So um, See, I wasn't watching the stream, so I didn't catch that part. But I remember when these pictures were like first like surfacing uh from like the leaks people were like oh that looks like it's on like an aat base i was like that, that doesn't make any sense like there's that's nowhere near the size of a saber tank or an aat it wouldn't be on that big of a base so like that makes sense that it's on a slightly smaller but larger base yeah apparently it is um what is that in inches 120 millimeters i have no idea like? okay anyway it's big <laughs> This thing is fast <laughs> and it can move sideways. So Google tells me it's 4.72. Okay, there you go. So with a speed to move, speed to move is, is five inches, 4.72. This thing moves nine inches in one move. So um, if you give it bunker busters, that's a threat range of 21 inches. Uh, if you put fun. Palpatine in it, that's a, and now you will die a threat range of. Uh, what do you get? You get a speed one well, move after you get out. You if you like seven, you will die in the same turn. You speed two move. No, oh, why not? Huh? Why not? Enlighten me on the on the close because transport when rules. you get out of a closed transport, you can't take free actions. Uh, period. I believe so. Mm, okay, man, that's Even unfortunate. A... I'm picturing Palpatine like hovering oh. down from a lat. You know, with his arms outstretched, just zapping people with like. I mean, he he can do it first on the next turn. Oh, clearly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you can like last first hit, but I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like I can check right now. Um, but I'm. I thought I'm, that was if you move twice or something. We I clearly... think if if the if the thing you're in moved twice. Right, that's what I mean. Um, yeah. Right, which would make the. I feel like we need some some drop some kind of music for looking something well, up hold on. Look, clearly we are like um fantastic with transport rules <laughs> yes. but if i'm not you, you see them so often but if i'm not mistaken you get a free speed one move when you disembark right you do so you could you could essentially move once disembark that's a roughly about 13 inches and then double move which would be another four inches per, which would be about 21 inches. So you have a 21 inch threat range with Palpatine with and now you'll die because it's a free card, right? Because it's, and now you'll die is at yeah, the it's, it's It's still 21 inches. No, no, it's like 20. Or 20. It's a little shy of 20. Okay. Uh, the fact that this is, this is definitely under disembark and not transport clothes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just like read through all the transport clothes stuff and I'm like, this is not where I want it to be. Yeah, listen. There is one thing I have. There, there's one thing I have learned with the RRG, is that if it's in the place you think it is, it's in the opposite place of that, and, yeah, and, yeah. and you, fig you figure those things out quickly. I'm almost there. No, it's it's the same. It doesn't matter whether it's open or closed. It's the same rules. So when a unit disembarks with the vehicle that is transporting that unit has performed more than one standard move or reverse during the current round, disembarking uses that unit's entire activation, and it cannot perform additional actions or free actions. Right. So you can't double move. You cannot double move, but you can single move it, and now you'll die. Yeah, and then you get your free speed yeah. one. And you, you get can, your free you speed move one. Palpatine three times, and then you can zap. Well, well, disembarking, disembarking is, is, is an action. Right. Oh, okay. All right, sorry. So like you don't you don't get like a free. That's move right. Out of the deal. Okay, yeah. I thought it was right. a free. Move. Okay. Um, that no, that would be silly. Yeah. I've transported zero <laughs> times, so. So, but that's still what is that? Uh, Nine inches for the lat, fifteen. Uh, four inch. inches for the free speed one move. Another four inches for your action speed one move, 
plus you know four free actions for zapping things so that's uh 17 29 inches yeah that's a lot yeah <laughs> it's also 300 plus points oh uh, clearly yeah, yeah. yeah. For for something where you're not gonna have a Palpatine after you do it. <laughs> yes, possibly. At a minimum, it sounds hilarious. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. I help uh, Palpatine jumping out of a helicopter and lightning people in the face sounds <laughs> sounds fantastic. Yeah. No. No question. Yep. Definitely. puts puts a new meaning on pelt bomb. Mm-hmm. More practically, you probably just want to put like snows in this thing, or you know death troopers with their range tool. i don't know anyway yeah i'm trying to think of like the best unit to put in this that's like not palpatine i'm having like a like maybe like a full scout team with sniper rifle wouldn't be the worst that'd be pretty good range two eight dice pierce sharpshooter yeah it's like 70 points it's a unit you can afford to lose sorry 10 dice yeah it's 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 10 black dice 10 black dice yeah um, which, which with sharpshooter and Pierce, like, yeah, that's good if you get it on target. Um, and it protects those white saves on the way in. Yeah, you know, um, is Cal is Callus like, yeah. like, and like an aggro melee Callus, but like, but at that point, like, you're you're kind of negating the point of bringing in the lap, which like would be like field commander or pelt mobile, right? You know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Like maybe operative Vader. Guard? Guard? What about guard? Then you're not using Guardian, which I feel like is like their main this is the point. purpose. Um yeah. yeah, I don't know. It I, I think like role wise it feels a little weird in the Empire Arsenal, but you know, I guess I guess technically you could transport an E Web in this thing. Yeah, but it still has to get out to shoot. Yeah, I mean, does disembarking trigger cumbersome technically? Yeah, because it's a move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think any. You, if you want to do the e-web thing, I think you just put in a tank so you can fire from the tank. Yeah, yeah, that seems way better for sure. Yeah, but yeah, maybe snows, maybe like full scouts, seems entertaining. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see how people use this. I'm excited. Yeah. We haven't, you know, they only previewed the one pilot card, so there might even be more stuff that comes with this. Who knows? Totally. Um, all right, and then lastly, we got uh, Commander Fox. So this is, thing is, in fact, not just an Empire unit. It is also a Republic unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of Price, the Republic gets Clone Commander Fox, who is Field Commander. It is Let only, so you cannot put him in a Saber. Uh, and free action, she's a friendly trooper unit you're transporting or at range one to two, it gains one surge token and may remove one suppression token. So it's like a little mini Inspire plus a surge token, which is not as good as an aim or a dodge, but... This card has reliable... Your army gets reliable one on it. Yeah, deal. basically. Like, you know, um, basically like all the other surge mechanics and clones. Yeah. I, I've started calculating reliable and like just taking it off their unit cards and just like, my army has this many surge tokens. Yeah. You know, um... It's yeah. not quite as good as reliable because the unit has to. It's a free action. It's a card action, so the unit has to activate before you no, get it. But no yeah. doubt. Um, yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure it's worth ten points. 
It is if you're using the field commander, but then you're not taking Rex or the clone commander, so... Yeah, and doesn't, like, uh, Ayala Sakura have field commander? She does. She yeah. does, yeah. So, like, I mean, clearly, I don't... Is she, Actually, is she I wonder saber if she's, tank only? I was just going to say, she's saber tank only. That might be... Uh, bringing it up right now. Bang, bang, boom. Uh, she is uh saber tank only okay so i mean like i guess like it's kind of like whatever heavy you brought like that's the field commander you bring type deal but like i sort of feel like ayala is only five points and she's inspired two like clearly she doesn't put a surge token down but suppression mitigation in the saber tank list is actually important yeah depending on how you build it out yeah so i i don't know i just think like, I think five points for this guy would be a little bit more reasonable. I don't know. But Surge Token's really good in clones, so... I mean... Yeah, it seems fine. I, I mean, yeah. I guess you could go into, like, a secret mission, like, overload and, like, go Field Commander R2 Padme. Yo, and, like, I actually think that that... So, like, in Empire, there's not, like, a great... No. Things, like, put in the helicopter. But, like, if you thought R2 was a secret mission menace before... <laughs> Not only, yeah. not only is he a menace in the helicopter, he's like in the helicopter, like pulling levers, repairing it and shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know? like, like not to like, not to go full blown degenerate, but you like, you can't take actions while I think. No, you have to get out it. to take. You got to get out, but you can still fix it from the ground. Right. You yeah. could You could um, put R two in the lat, and you could infiltrate Padme into a decent spot. And threaten double secret mission really quickly on your opponent. Um, it, like, it kind of sounds. I kind of hate myself for bringing that up, but it's it's a thing. It's doable. Uh, it'll cost you some points, and you won't be bringing Rex of the Gen- Generic Commander. So, I mean, well, you could, I guess, but I think if you're going into that build, you're bringing you're bringing the uh, Field Commander. I think. I mean, I, I think like 160 points for like R2 in a helicopter. You know, for like a secret mission that your opponent pretty much like can't stop you from scoring. Um, well, I shouldn't say can't stop, but like because you can't double move, get out, and score a secret mission because you can't perform free actions. Totally, but you also can score it on like turn two if you want to. But you know, like right, but you, although you can't get back in once you have a victory token, you can't get it back into a closed transport. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, any kind of transport. I think that's fine because that's never come up in any of my games. Sorry because for not knowing that one. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. This is this is like new like edge case things where like yeah, yeah. weird stuff. Um, yeah, but that's where you like play blast off and get R two back into like a safe spot and your and your opponent can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, and if and if it's not transporting R two, it's just like playing Apache longbow and you know popping up over the trees and firing some bunker busters into your opponent i i don't know as like an option for scoring secret mission i think it's pretty good you know um and you're probably going to want to take r2 even if like the point is not to score a secret mission like if you're taking armor in republic list you're probably taking r2 anyways right i don't know no i'm with you yeah we'll have to look up uh so uh, the thing i was thinking of is objective tokens it's possible that's slightly different 
on the I, secret mission thing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Kyle's I'm, over here like, I thought I knew how this worked. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, sure yeah. now that I'm looking it up. That the victory sure token, right. the victory token goes on your unit card, which means that would not have any reflection on you getting back into that thing. Well, yeah, we'll have to figure this out because that's uh, interesting. So uh, join us, Notorious Scoundrels, where we don't know weird rules like this <laughs> because we've never seen them happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super edge Casey. Maybe not soon to be super edge Casey. I don't think um, so because I think it's a legit thing. Like, I think. Yeah, I mean, you just disembark. After well, that's what you I mean. Move, soon to be like, not edge case. The, the next move, the next turn, you're like, I do the thing, repair the helicopter and then get back in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And now the helicopter flies away. Based right? on my cursory while we were briefly playing Jeopardy music reading, it looks like you can do that. Yeah. Um, so there so, you go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we also got some images for some other stuff. We did. Specifically a super tactical droid. I'm sorry. You said that wrong. I think you meant to say Kyle Dornbus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very much looking forward to this dude. We have no idea what he does, but um, yeah. Uh, The tactical, you know, everybody loves the T-series, the regular tactical droid. So love is the right word. now, (laughs) Now we bring you the super tactical droid. Um, anyway, yeah, he looks awesome. Uh, that's all we know. <laughs> um, we also got Magna Guard. Also look awesome. Also, all we know. The model is amazing. It is. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, the gun is like the proportions on the gun are a little weird. <laughs> I thought, okay, okay. I thought I was going crazy thinking that. And it might have been because I had a little alcohol when I first saw that picture. And I was like, man, I don't know. That gun looks a little weird compared to the Magna body. But maybe I wasn't crazy after all. He's, a, just, he's, a, he's a killer robot. He can, he can hold a like giant two-handed gun like a pistol. It just looks like a gun a bounty hunter would have, not a not a like Magna Guard. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, whatever. Not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, we know that they're super... Lucasfilm is super anal about everything being accurate to canon. So totally, whatever this pistol is, if it's something that Magna Guard normally use, then that's how it's supposed to look. I'm, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm sure it looks the way it's supposed to. I just like I I looked at the barrel on this thing and I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it does. You're right. It does look like a bounty hunter gun, like something that yeah. that like uh, IG88 like, or Han Solo would carry. Actually, it yeah. looks like something like Hondo would have. Yeah, 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 there you it, go. It very looks like you know, kind of like I, I don't know, uh, rough and like pirate. maybe like it looks like a piratey. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Um, yeah. And it's it's a very large pistol. It's definitely, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I do think, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's got a an electro staff coat too, also. That which looks pretty awesome. It, it has it actual lightning on it. In. Yeah, um, that looks amazing. Um, all right, and then we got a wiki. I think we got a couple of wikis. Did I we get a couple the, of wikis? In, the, okay. in the official like AMG spoiler, there's like a wiki with kind of like a wooden looking sword thing. But yeah, I think it's like there's, a, there's like a wiki holding two swords like this. Yeah, I and think then, people uh, have been um, like speculating that like it's like. Tarful or something? Oh, Tarful from Fallen Order. 
uh, slash the third episode three. <laughs> yeah, I think it, he's just a like woogie general from episode yeah. three. I, I had no idea that was him. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I um, like how you said Tarful from Fallen Order. That's I had hilarious. no idea that was him. I mean, I think he's in Fallen Order. <laughs> no, he clearly is he in is. Fallen Order. Yeah, but that's like saying Anakin from the Clone Wars. TV I don't series. think I've ever noticed. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I ever noticed his name in episode three. I'm trying to find the other picture. I can't so, see it. I know I've seen it today. So he's the he's the the Wookiee commander that talks to Yoda in episode three. Yeah. Hey, hey, I just I'm just I'm working on my Lando from Battlefront expansion here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. To be fair, so, the, the art from the art is from Battlefront. So no, I know. I'm just saying, like <laughs> the way you said that, it's like Tarful is I legitimately you know, featuring. I, primarily in fallen order and he's not actually in one of the, the movies i think i watched episode like bits and pieces of episode three like three weeks ago and i just I didn't yeah, think... yeah, yeah i'm just giving you a wow no i know i just i never yeah. caught on to that yep uh. <laughs> poor revoking zach's nerd card after this cast he's got to earn it back yeah. <laughs> um all right uh i think that was pretty much it I yeah. guess we can we can probably look forward to some kind of reveal articles that give us more info soonish. I hope so. Um, you know, I you know, being a rules junkie, I really wanted there to be more more than just a couple unit cards, but that's just me, you know. Um and even then we just basically got unit cards and nothing else. Yeah, it's like it's we didn't get the you know, the whole story, I feel like, you know, particularly with Yoda, I feel like... I mean, any character without their command cards, it's like... Yeah, it's it doesn't tell you much, no. you know. Um, I'll, so... I'll, I'll say it, though. I, I think we got a, a little more than I expected, if I'm being honest. Like, there's a good amount of stuff in here. Like, Yeah, I, I was know... not expecting a unit card. I just thought we'd get the model, and that's it. No, that's what I thought, too. And uh, so, I mean, maybe, maybe it'll come sooner than later, you know? Yeah, who knows? I'm excited. I might actually buy some clones. Oh, come on. Play Yoda. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> Why not? Why, why is he not allowed? Because I said so. Okay. I can't I, mean, I can't taint your faction. No. With my presence. Stay out of it. He can play a lightsaber users. They're all yeah. they're all less oh. good than Rex. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go i had this discussion we had this discussion on the discord today i think that the only time that i have not played a lightsaber user uh for any tournament was invader league season three i mean what when you played bosk yes when i played i distinctly remember an invader league game where you didn't play a lightsaber user for an actual in eliminations no in round robin oh well yeah 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 sorry (laughs) i mean like like for the actual not that sure. Round Robin isn't part of the tournament, sure. but um, yes. That was, I had, that was I had, your Empire win, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not handicapping myself by playing a lightsaber user. Come on. I mean, to be fair. In in Republic, you are, but that's okay. a story yeah. for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can argue about that <laughs> when, and, we, and, when and, we hit the, the commander slot for Republic. Yeah. And, and to be fair, when you played Bosk, that not only played into your play style there were also not a lot of other long-range things that could kill bosk and it really played into your play style which is to sit back and shoot bosk is is just as amazing today as he was when kyle won with i think that bosk is completely underplayed and underutilized right now so i agree with you 
but when Boss first came out, he was definitely there really, were less really... threats to him. Yes, there was less things now. for her for yeah. him to be chipped at. Basically. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this is not a podcast about Bosk. <laughs> sort of. Uh, is. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes, this specific episode is not about Bosk. Um, we are going to continue at some point walking through. We've hit all the core slots. We're going to continue walking through the other slots. And I'm sure we'll have many hot takes when we get to the commander slot for Republic. I think we're going to um, have hot takes when we get to the commander slot for every faction. Oh, clearly. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. That's it for today. We are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Tarful. <laughs> Tarful from Fallen Order. And uh, stay fresh, cheese bag. <laughs>